Welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core number 120. We have Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. That, that's the right thing. I, I, I feel like I yes. always mix up what the actual title is. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. It's, that's what we're it's here going to talk about. Into, across, and then beyond. And then beyond to infinity and beyond. Indeed. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing fine. How has your weekend been? It's been good so far. I was just playing some Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom right before this. Um, I started my Mission Impossible Rewatch. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been a good weekend. And of course, went to go see Into or yes. Across. The, see, I keep mixing it up. Across, across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Verse 2. I that's what I'm. Uh, I also started my Mission Impossible rewatch, but I wanted to make sure I was caught up with the most recent chunk of films because I've got several things I need to catch up on watching the Indiana Joneses, etc. Yeah. So I started at four. OK, I'm like, this is where I feel like things in the Mission Impossible lore start to get important. I'm going to go four, five, six to make sure I'm fresh on those. And then if I have spare time, loop back around to one, two, three. Go back and watch so I'm doing ones, like, yeah. Some sort of a weird Star Wars order with these. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Melissa, into the Spider-Verse. Let's start talking about that. Uh, we'll do our spoiler-free thoughts uh, up front, and then we can get into spo spo spoilers a little bit later on. I will have our traditional spoiler uh, alert thing for those who want to know when spoilers are coming up. But what did you think? Why do I have to go first? You go first. I know oh, this sure. is your okay. jam. <laughs> um, I I loved it. I I think everything that you've been hearing people say online of just like, it's great. It's incredible. It's amazing. The art is stunning. It's so good. I just I just I second that all of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had a blast. With this, I I really loved the art style and the ways that they continued to take a Mayovi that is known for its incredible art styles and continue to push that. Um, mm -hmm. That I, I think is 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 just incredible how they can continue to wow me right with like man I've seen them do so many weird things in this art and all of that and it they just continue to do that yeah. with new things i'm like oh that's so neat like that's that's cool how they incorporated that into the visual aspects all that stuff there's there's a bad guy that shows up right at the start um that seems like these these like diag diagram drawings uh it looks like these old like da vinci drawings yes. of his con contraptions and it's just it's an interesting take on on that and how they can make it look 2d and paper like but also fit in this 3d space and it also feel like it has a physical presence it's just it's mm -hmm. baffling um yeah but but yeah i i i still had a few i i hesitate to call them issues because then they're mm. gonna be like oh you didn't like this film no i absolutely loved it um what i liked is that the issues that i did have is stuff that was being worked out on screen like the stuff like mm. i would think something in my head and then someone would say that exact thing um and and so i i feel like i'm like right there in in there with the mayovi with the creators of of like okay if we do this thing people are going to think this one th or they'll think this or they might have this thought and they are like actively answering those things I don't think they've been resolved yet. Mm. That's kind of because this is a part one of part two. Um, but I, yeah, I, it, like I, I, I really don't have very many bad things to say on this. Um, but I, I can see some arguments that I've seen people mention online of just that the art is a lot and it is a lot. <laughs> all the time um, that is but, true but yeah. uh, it is a little overwhelming at first i think i did settle into it after a little while but 
Yes, it is very much to take in and your eyes are kind of darting all over the screen and you're like, am I really taking anything in right now? Am I absorbing this? Okay. Yeah, like I I would say that I think it does a good job just with its composition and like leading like it. It does a great job directing you where it wants you to look. But even then, there's stuff everywhere on the screen all the time. Um and yeah, it's just it's 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 a delight. I loved this a lot. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Do you have any other like stuff that you want to add to I, that? I feel like my experience was not new, not unique. I also enjoyed it very much. I think it's really solid. It's not exactly what I expected, just in terms of mm. the order uh, of the events, the little bits that you had seen in the trailers, what characters we were spending the most time with, how the story actually ends up at the end of these two hours and 15 minutes or whatever. And some some cameos, some stylistic things, some some extra special Peters. Yeah, I was I there was a lot of very nice stuff to find in this movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, Ab- very solid. Absolutely. Um I when I walked out of the theater and was talking with my partner, I was like, even though this is a part one, it feels like a much more complete movie than, uh, for example, Fast yeah. 10, which is also kind yes. of a part one of something there like part that Fast 10 ends and you don't feel like you got the whole movie you don't feel like you got the whole story uh and even though that's the same thing here it just it felt more complete like i got much more of a well-rounded story in this than i did in fast 10 um so i think that's a good thing that mm-hmm. said, I think there is also a villain in this movie that does not get the spotlight as much as I think he should have. Um, yeah. Yes. It it, it it felt a little bit lacking in that one storyline, but they are doing a lot uh, mm. in, in this for sure. Um, so, yeah, I cannot wait for part two to see how how this uh, con- concludes we can go beyond the spider-verse what is beyond mm-hmm. this but the spider-verse who knows R- other superheroes you have to go to the hulk verse or something right the millipede verse or something you get some other <laughs> just, just bug more or insect. Bugs. yeah some arachnid thing um yeah yeah i yeah i i had a blast i have uh, so many good things to say about this go see it run don't walk um yeah this this will be in theaters for two months you may walk i give you permission to stroll at at your leisure but get there now pause this podcast go there now and then put on some sunscreen (laughs) get into your car buckle up uh (laughs) check your brake lights (laughs) if the check engine light comes on during the trip (laughs) and remember every three thousand miles bring it in the jiffy loop um no i yeah i i have uh, so many good things i don't think i what i'm i like i feel like i'm just gonna sound like a broken record yeah here so let's um, get into that spoiler break then indeed. let's get Let specific the there we go spoiler alert um so I, I don't feel like we really need to go into much of all of what the plot is no. beat by beat, all that stuff. But kind of top level, uh, this picks up sometime after the first one uh, starts out with Gwen Stacy. She's trying to fit in and, you know, deal with her life. Um, it's not really working out like she would hope. She really misses Miles. Miles over in his universe really missing go 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 mm-hmm. and Stacy trying to make things work and it's working ish right like they're mm-hmm. he's getting by um but uh apparently from the events of the first may I have if you remember the one scene where they are running through the building and he throws the bagel at the yes. dude. That is that man's like <laughs> villain origin story. 
Because he gets hit in the head with the bagel, he's mad, he's upset, he's stressed, he was just t- trying to do sciencey things, mm-hmm. uh, and that ruins everything. Uh, he's also in the room when that big, I don't even remember what it is, the big collider, the big yeah. thing that they're experimenting on um, there when all of that goes wrong, and that is kind of what gives him his powers. Um that he he now becomes the villain spot um and he he has these spots that he can throw out kind of wherever he wants and it is basically a loophole like a a wormhole to wherever he wants and so we first see him trying to steal some money out of an atm um and he he is self-proclaiming himself as miles's next big (laughs) villain and it's just not working out for Spot. Spot's <laughs> kind of tripping over himself. Um, and this is the villain that I was alluding to that he, he's, he's yeah. in here and there's there's a bit of like there is qu- quite a bit of him. But I don't think mm. they really do him justice in, in uh, what do you think of Spot? First off, you reminded me of one of my favorite jokes in the movie, which is when he's doing a a villain monologue at Spider-Man. Like they're fighting out on the street and his uh, officer Morales is there and spot is telling miles. I created you. You created me. His dad says, Spider-Man, why did you create that man? It's like, I didn't, I don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) You threw the bagel that set my life in disarray. And he, he was experimenting with the multiverse and he brought the spider into this world that bit miles and made yeah. him this universe of spider-man yeah. which is oh, that sets the climax of this movie and the initiation for the next movie into motion where miles ends up back in the wrong universe because he goes to not his universe but the one where his spider is from where yeah. it was supposed to have bitten somebody else until it got transported to another dimension and bit him and that's that's uh, Oscar Isaac's whole point. Your universe wasn't supposed to have two Spider-Men while another universe had zero. I got to set yeah. this right. Yeah. But I liked Spot. I love the way he moves across the screen. Did you ever see those webtoons? Batman, Piderman? I think so. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Where they've got like they, they move like a, a slinky Batman. or like one of those water wiggle worms. Like it's like they move entirely bonelessly across a space and he's got that sort of motion <laughs> to him. He's real fun to watch on screen. He's like voice work. He's awkward. He's he's more Yeah. Like he's he he has like a thicker body with these really skinny like arms and legs. It just yeah. has this awkward look to 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 him and he's a lot of fun to see on screen. Um and his whole d- d- throughout the movie he's kind of powering up is the is the the thing and why we don't get to see him uh like be the actual main villain of this movie per se is because he's powering up this whole time so that in the next one he will be this really serious threat and at the very least i like that that they are taking the time to set up a villain for part two right uh, mm-hmm. which which is yeah neat. yeah true yeah but i was going into this expecting to see more of him i think when we were first getting details about this movie it seemed like there was going to be a lot more spot mm. and then in the trailers you really didn't see him much and we're like oh maybe they're saving him maybe they can't spoil most of the scenes spot is in and then you see the movie and it's like oh he's really not in that much yeah but you're yeah. right he's, he's a bad he's, guy for sure yeah, he's one of them. But they, they, I think they have sufficiently laid the groundwork for everything he's going to do in the third movie. Yeah. Uh, and I was weirdly very touched when he realized what his power is and what he can do. And he says, the power of the multiverse in the palm of my hand. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Because he, once he finally gets the power that he does have he becomes this like reverse of himself whereas when you first see him he is white with these black spots uh mm-hmm. and then when he fully powers up he is black with these white spots and the his art style changes it becomes 
much more like like Dada in influ- influence that art yeah. movement where it is just this kind of nonsense, but like a, a malevolent nonsense. Um, if you guys have read Grant Morrison's run on Doom Patrol, he reminds me mm. a lot of Mr. Nobody. Um, okay, yeah. Who, who is very much this like Dada influence, like I'm just nonsense. And how do you fight the concept of nothing? Right. Mm. Um, whereas this, he's more in control of the multiverse and can can do some stuff with that. Um, but the, yeah, the art. I loved the the art art style on 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 him once he's fully powered up. Like he looks yeah. menacing, and he looks yeah. Evil. Um, right and he so, looks all like scratchy and wet and and rorschachy mm-hmm. yeah yeah and absolutely. i like that when he's describing his universe it's like these black and white like ink drawings again yeah, they're yeah. always pushing like the envelope with how everything looks yeah. yeah exactly exactly um or like even like in in the midst of all that ink, like there's like a, a crayon te- te- texture mm-hmm. or, or like a colored pe- pe- pencil. Like it felt like at the very core of it, like the idea of creation, like d- drawing something on yeah. on paper. Right. Um, and he, he was not papery like he did not feel or look like paper like the vulture da vinci uh vulture version that we we got at the start of the film um but it felt yeah like a child like drawing on the wall or drawing outside of the lines where it's scratchy and all over the place and yeah just it, it it was an interesting art style uh to say the least um but the the kind of main what 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 ends up being kind of the main conflict of the movie is uh my man spider-man 2099 here i have a <laughs> spider-man tw- tw- 2099 action figure that i've had for like two decades wow this is, a, this is an old one this is, this is back you've when- had this since toby was spider-man since since like b- before toby was spider-man <laughs> something yeah um I, I don't remember PT, exactly when I got this or when his comics first started coming out. But at one point, Target had a like you can get a reprint of Spider-Man 2099 issue one. And it came with this action figure here. And so that's what I, I have here. Some old action figure from when I was a wee little lad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, he, he ends up kind of being the main antagonist uh in this he is kind of dubbed himself the 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 keeper of the spider verse he doesn't say that exactly in the movie but that's kind of the role that he takes on um that all of the spider people in all of their separate universes they all have kind of key touchstone events key canon events and Unfortunately, the the spider people need to kind of go through those events to become the Spider-Man that they're supposed to become for their universe to kind of maintain itself and not crumble and fall apart and be a problem. Um, And he's kind of kept all of these universes on track, and that's kind of the way it has been. Um, And. It's it's this idea that like the Uncle Ben has to die. Yes, Captain Stacy has to die. Maybe even the Gwen Stacy equivalent has to die. Right, like it is. He has to go through whatever those moments are for that specific Spider Man. They have to go through their version of that to then become a full fledged Spider Man here, and. Miles is kind of an anomaly. He's not mm. really like all the other spider people. Um, the spider that bit him was not from his universe. That was the 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 big thing, which you kind of alluded to already. Um, but 
he is a spider person who's just about to have his uh, he's he's already kind of had his uncle ben moment with with his with uncle aaron um Mm -hmm. but he's just about to have his captain stacy yeah and they allude to that being his dad who is the police Mm -hmm. officer he's about to make captain um i i think this is a a great not twist on his story because that's kind of what it is in the comics too kind of um Mm. i i say that because in the comics at one point his dad was a shield agent uh is less of a cop whereas in the miles morales video games his dad is a cop um so it like it's right there mixed like it's commonly known that in some (laughs) versions of him he is his 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 dad is a cop cop um but yeah they're they're basically like hey your dad's about to die we weren't going to tell you yeah gwen has such a crush on you that she kind of accidentally clued you into some things and you kind of brought yourself along for the ride and accidentally found out this stuff um and this is where the the main like crisis of the movie pops up here um where he he wants to go save his dad and they're like actually you can't do that you you need to let him die um and that's where the conflict comes in and that's Mm. where he starts running from all the spider people all all that so on and so forth that's that's all that i will kind of say on the plot because that is basically it yeah um yeah so in in all of that where did you want to hop in do you want to hop in on uh, <laughs> gwen do you want to talk about th- this co- conflict or uh spider-man t- 2099 what what stood out i liked getting to visit so many different places like in the first movie I think the other spider entities are coming to one main universe and he goes like he he goes to different places in his universe, just in his own state of New York. And I like getting to travel. I like that we're there. We're in Gwen's universe. We're in Mumbatton. Mumbatton's really cool. Mm-hmm. We're in uh, Spider-Man 2099's city. I love the location. We're in a Lego universe. The that location awesome. hopping. Yeah. I think it's one of the finer touches of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was neat to, to it. It it actually is a spider verse, right? You're not stuck yes. in that one. Yeah. 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 Universe. I know there's a lot of Easter eggs in all of these things. I did not catch all of them. I know they make mention of the MCU in, in this. Yeah. Uh, they're like that nerd in, in earth one, nine, 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 however many nines it is. Five um, nines yeah uh there's there's all sorts of stuff like that that i think is really fun just to see all of these different versions um what i liked about that a lot is that the versions that they used the most and you you spent a little bit more time in are ones that you can kind of go check out some comics in Ah. those um things if you want to know a little bit more about uh spider-man india i don't actually know his name he's he's the one that is maybe the most like there's comics out there but not very much um well we'll get more now about hopefully pavitar propacar i don't know if i have all those syllables correct i'm gonna have to watch it again but i liked him very much you you were braver than me to to try and (laughs) pronounce that i really um, tried to remember it i don't th- i'm not there 100 percent. i i would like to do better yeah um but 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 yeah there's there's a great number of spider-man 2099 out there that you can go read um if you want to know about spider woman the one who's pregnant uh, they have mm. comics about her uh if you want more spider goen who they've Marvel has tried to get everyone to call her Ghost Spider. 
<laughs> and I think that's a terrible name, but they are sticking to their guns I, on, on that. I um, I mean, we call her Spider Gwen, but I imagine the citizens of her in New York City that they don't call her Spider Gwen. Then they could narrow down also, who all the Gwens are. She also answers to Spider Woman in the film, mm. not like I'm Ghost Spider. Right. Um, <laughs> like they don't even make it a thing in the movie. Um, but yeah, you can go read about her. Um, her, the whole her the the opening scene about her being in the band and uh, her version of Peter Parker turning himself into the yeah. lizard and her killing him. That is her origin story in mm. the comics. Um, if you want to go read that, you can go read that in the comics. Um, and it's it's fantastic. The artwork is incredible. Um, I really liked that uh, opening scene with her on the drums and the like circular effects of all of that stuff. Um, that was fantastic. Um, yeah, her universe was so beautiful with like the oil pastels and the streaky, runny, blurry colors. And at the end of the scenes that we have in her universe where she's like having that confrontation with her dad, the backgrounds start to become just like abstract shapes and patterns. Like they're not even in a room anymore. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome stuff. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I like that. If you, if you were in, interested in, you want to know more about Mayday Parker, you can go read yeah. about her being spider girl. Um, Very yeah, cute. That, that I, I think is 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 neat that they focused on that. Talk about the different variants. There's lots of ones that I had no idea existed, like Peter Parked Car, the car. I, I mean, there's spider buggy in in <laughs> in the amazingly the original comics. At one point, he does have a spider buggy. It didn't go over so well and they got rid of it. Um, but yeah, that may have just been a pun that they added in for. This. Right. See, I don't I don't know how many of these are real or not. I I watched a video that broke down a lot of the cameos and apparently Web Slinger, the cowboy one is real. And I want to learn more about Web Slinger and his horse that also wears a mask. Yeah, he may have shown up in one of the Spider-Verse comics. Um, there are a lot of different ones out there, but I know the movie also, I'm sure, just made up a bunch of them. I don't know yeah. if the T-Rex like, Spider-Man one is in is one or not, um, but the the Ben Riley clone, the like, the one who was like super emotional. There I am in the alley, but I'm emotional <laughs> because it's raining and dark and <laughs> like that. that way you can go, yeah, you can yeah. go, go, go read all about him. Um, yeah, like I, I, I liked that. Um, there was a, a great inclusion of one timely. Yes. For, 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 yes. for us. On one of our uh, other podcasts, uh, Melissa Yeo and I just watched the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon on Disney Plus. And there is a scene, the like intervention scene where yes. Miles is like, is this an intervention? There is an animated spider. I mean, that they're all animated, <laughs> but there Except is a Spider-Man. action clips in there. You see a yes. Toby. You see an Andrew. Their faces are up there exactly um you but there is a spider-man that walks up and he is kind of shorter he's 2d animated and that is the spider-man from spectacular spider-man yes. uh the exact same voice actor um he 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 plays them like it's it's just neat that like we get to, like oh it's yes. him i see him right <laughs> yeah and you see a uh like him with his uncle Ben dying in like the flashes of yes, Miles, all of this has happened. All these people before everybody has an uncle type figure who dies. Mm -hmm. See, look at them all. And you see like Andrew crying over his uncle. Yeah. There's, there's cartoon spectacular Spider-Man with like the mole on his face. and like him. I just met him. Here he is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, it was also good to see Donald Glover back as yeah. his, his his uncle yes. Aaron in the Prowler. Yeah, space. I like that he's like, like oh, okay, good. 
This is an alternate or future version of a, a cameo we had years ago. Like the continuity yes. of that is fascinating to me. But I did exactly. really like to see him. I loved all the little fan stuff like that in there and like spot quoting Doc Ock. And I think it's some, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a very, very common line, but at some point somebody does say, hello, Peter, in a, a very meaningful Doc Ock esque way that I right, always yeah. appreciate. Uh, Absolutely. There's a lot of good stuff in here. And like the Legos, getting to see the Legos in there. Fantastic. <laughs> yep. With the same, apparently they just took the same J.K. Simmons dialogue and Legoed over it. Love that. <laughs> um yeah, like I I like the 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 fans <laughs> harvest aspect of this is in their full force. Um I like that this is now in in my top 10 movies of all time, I think this one makes it up there. Uh, and I think now in my top 10, I have two movies that are all about how bagels messed up someone's day. This yeah. and everything everywhere all at yes. once. Right. These um, movies do feel like uh, <laughs> they, they are in some sort of a, an accordance with each other. Yes, there We're is having a real a, big everything yes. everywhere all at once reference in there. There's a Bill Bowler yeah. that's in the back around. I don't remember exactly what it it's says. It's like all of it everywhere all of the time. It's yeah. it's a title that sounds way more frustrated. Like, dang it, I got this bagel and now there's crumbs <laughs> everywhere. Right, yeah. You got the last bagel that, that was like left over that no one wanted. Um, one, one little visual detail I noticed, and I don't know if this is an intentional in joke reference or if i am way overthinking it at the party they have for his dad when he's made captain and he's like giving a speech to everybody up there on that rooftop a real fun party he's holding (laughs) this red plastic cup that does not look like a solo cup like at all you can tell it is red plastic cup but like the the shape of the thing the like border the lip of it is all different and I wondered mm-hmm. if there was some sort of reference to the fact that Lord and Miller didn't get to finish directing Solo, that they're like, there will be no oh. Solo cups in this movie. Make it look A as un-Solo as possible. Interesting. Interesting. I, I saw a, a meme today on Twitter that was also kind of a meta uh, meme because uh, speaking of the cr- cr- creators of this movie mm-hmm. on the r- 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 review show we're also just about to start yes. watching clone high the original mm. um cartoon that uh miller it's c- 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 chris miller and phil lord yes. right i got yes. those right okay uh they created that and uh, it was a meme of the principal and his robot and then the character, the like Gandhi character who's yeah. like looking sad, but looking out the window. And yes. he's, he's like, I want to buy across the spider, the spider virus merch, but spider punk would be so disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I I like all that. There mm. might be some meta references oh. in there that I I just don't get or don't know or did did didn't catch. Um, but yeah, the the whole fans harvest aspect of this is in there. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, because it's very enjoy it. purposeful and and intentional, and it makes sense within the the setup and the theme of the story they're telling of. All these different universes, everything you've ever seen has existed. It is real here. Yeah. Uh, like I I like that this I like that Spider-Man and the concept of a multiverse have become intertwined now because in my experience as somebody who never really read comics, just watched movies that you had the Tobies and Tobies were good and great and then really questionable and then they were going to make a fourth and then they weren't. And then it's like we're starting again. I know you just saw Toby. Forget about Toby. This it's Andrew time now. And then they were iffy about Andrew. And then it was like, are people ever going to get Spider-Man right? And then Tom hits the scene like you're on this roller coaster with when are we going to see the definitive Spider-Man? But also there is a fondness and an appreciation for what every different Spider-Man incarnation brings to the table. You know, it's like. 
It's like the the quote about Edison like failing to make a light bulb 500 times so that he could make it like on the 501st time. This Mm -hmm. is like, what if there was a multiverse where all of those light bulbs knew each other? Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Um, So I, I wanted to kind of talk about this idea. So I, the, the, the main crux of this story, the main conflict, um, revolves around this idea of like we can't let miles know that his dad is about to die mm-hmm. um and this is where i i i had not again i hesitate to say issue but i'm going to mm-hmm. say that word anyways because again this is a part one this might get resolved we're gonna get more information it's, on all this stuff right? it is it's a not... comic book themed word so it is appropriate to use in any sure, context yeah. regarding a comic book movie go ahead and say issue so, one of my issues with this is that it it almost feels out of character for spider-man to like be like no you have to let your captain stacy equivalent die you have to let your dad to die but on the flip side it's also very much not like it sets miles up to have this very spider-man story right where he's he now knows something bad is about to happen someone is about to die and he will do everything and anything in his power to make sure that does not happen that is like one of the most quintessential like Mm -hmm. spider-man plots just at its very core um but then it kind of makes the other spider-men around him feel very out of character of like no we know this guy's about to die but we're not going to do anything to like help you or uh like do all of that like we it needs to happen and i don't feel like that's very spider-man like um but that being said, I I think we still don't have enough info about uh, Miguel, right? We don't know. Mm. Like we know a little bit. Like he's now replaced his ver- version of uh, like like. There's some weird thing. He's also a vampire. They barely touched on that. Um, <laughs> I yeah, was right? ca- like, I I didn't totally understand that because I saw that he had fangs and was ferocious. But looking at the logo on his chest. It looked different. And I'm like, is was he bit by like a wolf spider? I know there is a werewolf Spider-Man, but is there something also honest, like universal monsters about him? He is. I mean, it's 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 Spider-Man 2099. He's in the future. Uh, it <laughs> Where is they more vampires. Um, like it, it's a much more <laughs> cyberpunk world. Alchemex ha- is the like, OK, big corporation that has t- taken over. Um it, it, yeah it, it's it like I, I don't know much about the vampiric aspect of his character is that is he actually a vampire or is it just the idea that spiders bite people why, yes. why can't we make a spider-man that right. bites people right yeah um, <laughs> which, which reminds me of the yes. good place yes. season two and that one dude just wants to bite everyone right can we Exclusively bite biting based torture plants <laughs> um yeah like i i don't know much about that aspect and so i like i like that was the thing that i liked about this my issue was like okay some of the like part of this plot kind of feels out of character for the spider people if it was Mm. a non spider person villain if it was someone like Morlin, who I know you don't know much about, I think I mentioned a, a little bit, but you tried whole, to like, tell they, me about Morlin once. Yes, I'm even confused on exactly who Morlin <laughs> is exactly. Um, but it, like it, he, it when they get into into the whole like spider totems, spider gods, like all this, I, I, I it's a little weird and confusing. But mm-hmm. he would be a much like, I feel like him, like, he would fit that role, but I think uh-huh. he's such an obscure, well, I mean, they have, they have Spot in this. I don't know who the right <laughs> Spot is, right? Like, I I just feel like he's a much more complicated villain mm. in a way that Spot isn't. 
like he's just this no name guy, but he can kind of do things with the multiverse, right? That makes sense. Um, whereas if you have to explain spider totems and the, like being on the web and how each m- movement can notify all the, the what in the world, like that's so complicated that I don't think it fits. But if it was someone like him, I I think that would have made sense because it's someone who's not a spider person being like, like, we need to make sure that this character dies. Right. And all of that, that that stuff. But because it's a spider person being like, we need to police all of these multiverses mm. so that the the Uncle Ben dies, the Captain Stacy, like all of that. And it's just like, that's not very Spider-Man like of you. <laughs> I it seems like there are these certain events and these certain t- tenets that, that happen to a spider person that shapes their life that shapes their their journey and their purpose but it's not like they all have very similar personalities they have right. the same <laughs> archetype but the way they behave and feel and react is pretty different from each other and yeah. I, I feel like I need to watch it again to really get Miguel's backstory straight. But I think he he lost his family and tried to go into a, another universe where his family was still alive. Like he pulled a Wanda Maximoff and like that destroyed that universe. So maybe he was in the space that Miles is now. Maybe he was like that once. And he feels like he learned this lesson of. You just let it happen. You don't fight it because that's going to cause way more problems. And if you just let this one person die or these several people die in the, you know, in the course of the classic Spider-Man, Uncle Ben, Captain Stacy, Gwen Stacy narrative, you let these three people die. This sets you on a path to be this certain type of hero who's going to save millions more. Yeah. And like I I get the like one versus 100 argument of that. But then to have like every single other spider person just agree with that whereas his whole thing is like if he had known that this guy was going to kill uncle ben he would have done everything in his power Mm. which is Mm. again exactly the position that miles is in right now but like i just i don't see how the other spider people can go along with that so easily um but i think that's also kind of the point of this movie it's that that position is weird it is out of Mm. character and slowly they're starting to kind of re-realize that and come to their senses and start to be like yeah we would do everything in our power what why does he have to die our whole Mm. thing is we we say everyone we can no one should Mm. die why does he have to like why why Mm. can't he be a spider-man and have a completely different arc like he he can do whatever he wants he can be spider-man his own way and i really like that that's Mm. why like i that that's why I, I hesitate to call this an, an issue with the story, because uh-huh. I think even Miguel will kind of realize that he did the same thing. He did everything yeah. he could to make sure that, like, the next universe he went, like, he could have his family back. He tried to save them as much as he could. Right. Um, and so I, I think stuff like that is going to come out in this third movie. Mm. Um. But yeah, did did you have any kind of like it was there something that stood out as like maybe you didn't like a certain aspect of the movie as much or did you <laughs> no. have any kind of issues with it? No, this my relationship with these movies is weird and that I look at them and I know objectively I'm like, this is near flawless. This is truly an outstanding film. I have no notes, but it's. It's everybody else's favorite movie, and I'd never put it in a list of my favorite movies, and I have no good reason why. <laughs> it's just I got oversaturated with other stuff first. It's like sure. into the Spider-Verse is this perfect circle. And I'm trying to put it into like some slot in my heart. Like when you're a little kid and you're playing blocks with the shapes, and like the spot open in my heart is like a weird, lumpy elliptical shape. And I'm putting this perfect circle in there and I'm like, it fits. It's in there. Something's <laughs> missing, though. And like the weird blobby shape that does fit in there is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. 
(laughs) (laughs) And I had a similar experience with this movie where I'm like, I know this is perfect, but, and I know other people are watching this, having this absolutely like mind bending, life changing experience. And I'm just going to walk out of there like, gee, that was fun. And I don't know why. I don't know why it just sort of glosses right over me. Like, yes, a good time. But then the next day I, I'm like not thinking about it very much. Whereas this is other gotcha. people's like whole deal. Understandable. And that's OK. Each each p- p- person has their own taste, their own interests, stuff like that. Um, So I kind of real vertically here also wanted to talk about the kind of end of this film when I did really uh, like the ending. Yeah, when when Peter when Miles tries to get back to his home, he uses the machine that like reads his DNA to identify which universe he's supposed to go back to. He thinks he's back home and he's not in his universe because um, he gets they, the machine, I guess, read the spider's DNA that now that that's yes. mixed in there with him. It brought him back to the wrong universe here. Um and I, I thought that was a great t- twist at the end um, mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Now he's also kind of lost in the multiverse um, and they now need to go find him uh, and go, 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 go and starts putting together a, t- a, t- a team to 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 go find him. And it is uh, the ones we didn't really get to see in this movie that were in the first movie, right? It's Spider-Man Noir. It's Spider-Ham. It's, uh, I don't remember her name, but the one that's in the robot. Yeah. Uh, like it's, it's, it's characters like that. Um, yeah. Which, which I, you do really love those characters in the first movie and you do kind of miss them. But like, I think it hits the point of the Spider-Verse home better if you don't just see the same characters again. If they're like, no, there's right. new people in this one. They're right, all going to yeah. team up for the third movie. But like here, meet Hobie, meet Pavatar. Yeah. Um, and so at, at the end, yeah, he Miles finds himself uh, being held captive. His or this universe's version of Uncle Aaron is still alive. And it, it was uh, his yeah. father that had passed away. Um, and it seems that his uncle is working for the Prowler. That was also the first choice that his uncle is not the Prowler. Mm. Someone else is and melissa i thought it was going to be a certain person uh and who, they played with my expectations well M- melissa the first prowler in the comics is hobie brown oh it is it is spider punk yeah the, the um or well it's it's not spider punk but spider that universe's spider-man right is Hobie ends up becoming uh, Spider-Punk. In the original Spider-Man comics, the first Prowler is Hobie. And so when Mm. he starts speaking, I'm like, okay, he has like some voice modulator on there, but he almost Mm. has a British accent. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Like, you guys loved Spider-Punk? Here's an alternate version of him where he's a villain. Um and I like I, I thought that was going to be a great uh, like that. That would be a great twist. Right. One of these standout characters yeah. of of this. You also get to see a version where he's a bad guy. Um, but no, it t- turns out to be Miles himself. Miles is the prowler. Um, and. uh that is it's it like on one hand i was not expecting it but also if it wasn't going to be hobby it, he would have been my second yeah yes because mm-hmm. that is also a story that has happened in miles's uh-huh. comics where um whenever he so miles morales when he got started in, in the comics was in the ultimate universe uh based on the ultimate spider-man comics uh that version of peter had died long story short 
the Ultimate Comics universe got destroyed. A few of those characters, mainly Miles, got brought into the main continuity of of um, Marvel Comics. Um, so he's out there swinging with with Peter Parker, um, and while Peter takes more of a not necessarily globe trotting. Uh, approach to spider-man miles is like he's he is the spider-man of brooklyn um Mm -hmm. and uh it's interesting because when in in the comics when peter shows up in in, like in his town they're like boo we don't know you we want the other guy (laughs) (laughs) um but uh there there has been a a, a thing where he's, he's like i'm like i originated in another universe i wonder if there's another miles morales in this mm-hmm. universe here and he eventually starts to go like figure out like is there hmm i wonder if there and yeah yeah there is another miles morales out there um that is in the main continuity and stuff like that so um yeah, that was my number two choice. But wh- what did you think of, of this this end here? It's a good end. I knew that this was originally part one of two movies, and then it was split into a, a more traditional trilogy, you know. So I wasn't sure how complete of an ending we were going to get here on the second movie, how much mm-hmm. of a any sort of conclusion this was going to have. But... And and then like where it was going, like thinking back to the trailers, they really do give you footage from what feels like it is the earlier part of the movie, even though things like all of the different spider people in the the spider lobby happens towards the end. Like it feels like first act stuff. So like nothing I had seen had really given me a lot of clues to what I thought the final like 20 minutes of this movie would be. But as soon as he gets back into what he thinks is his world, like something feels off. It feels really dramatic. And I thought this is just uh, this climax time. You're right. It's just dark. It's rainy because now there's this really imminent danger. Like I could tell something was different. Like, oh, it's just that I was like, oh, just the stakes are higher now than they've ever been before. That's all it is but no as soon as he it confesses to his mom i'm spider-man and she's like <laughs> cute who, who is, is that? that yeah who's spider-man then you know then it's locked in uh well, they, they're i think it's a really really cool it's, switch it's transitioning between what miles is doing yes, and what gwen yes. is doing and yes. it looks like gwen is outside the window listening in and mm-hmm. then she comes in the room and no one is in the room. And yeah. at that you're just like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, man, this is not good. They are in a different yeah. universe. Um, that final act, the, the, the final segment of this movie is so effective. It's so unnerving. This is the closest to like horror vibes this yeah. series has ever gotten. And I really liked it. I you, yeah, you really have no idea what's really going to happen. I think you can tell like well as soon as Uncle Aaron was like I'm not the prowler. I'm like okay, it's it's this universe's miles. Like you can see some of it, but that doesn't mean it's less effective. Like right, the yeah. atmosphere is there. You're able to empathize like put yourself in Miles' shoes where you're like I don't where am I? What's happening? My uncle's alive but my dad is dead. What is any of this? That's yeah. a good spot to end us on i i really like that as the space we have to live in for a year and who knows how long until the next movie comes out i i think it's about a year is what they have planned Ah. um because i think they were working on them in tandem um they were so yeah hopefully we don't have to wait as long as we did to get this one um but that is another thing that is interesting to me is i'm seeing a lot of people being like i didn't know that this was a part one and i'm like i like again i'm super clued into all of this stuff like to to the max but when they announced this they announced it as part one like that was part of the marketing for a while and then they the first teaser that came out yeah i think still said part one 
Yeah, they dropped it from the title. So I knew all along that this is basically a part one here um, or, or, or that like this yeah. wouldn't necessarily be wrapping up. Um, so that like that came as no surprise to me. But uh, I yeah, it's, it's still it's still it's it's interesting to, to me. I, I can't judge people for, for it. Right. I'm, I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're not as like laser focused I, on this as i am <laughs> i mean even i went to see this with my older brother who loves the first movie like he watches it with his daughter all the time and he's like i think she's a little too young for like how intense this one looks so i'm gonna i'm gonna go see it first maybe we'll like watch it together at home and you know whenever it's available later this year and mm -hmm. he was still like there's a cliffhanger this isn't just like a whole number two it's part one of another one i have to wait a year i already waited five years <laughs> And yeah. then I was telling my yeah. roommate I was going to go see this this week. And she had no idea at all that this movie was even being made. She remembered the first one. She liked the first one. She likes all the Marvel movies in general. She's seen them yeah. all. But she's like, no, what? They made another one? It's here already. I I, I, I heard someone else being like, I thought this wasn't coming out until like December, like maybe next year or or, or something like that. And like, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting to me how like the different degrees to which people pay attention. I, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. It's fascinating. Um, mm -hmm. And like that's not really about this movie <laughs> per se. But uh, yeah. Good stuff. I enjoyed this a lot. This was fantastic. Yeah, I like I keep saying I, when I say exceptionally solid, I really mean like there are no flaws on the surface of this thing. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just I, a straight I, up good time. I would like to see it again. I kind of yes. want to check it out at that new theater that opened by me that has like the screen X where the screen comes out on Ooh, the sides of the yeah. theater. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I I think the last thing that I will say about this is I I am remaining undecided as of right now if I like this better than the first one. I know a lot of people are like, this is so much better than the first one, blah, 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 like all this stuff. I I mean, it's I can certainly it's, see that argument. It's it, certainly it, more. It is more they stepped up the number of animation styles. They do a lot more with it in like within mm -hmm. the plot and all that stuff. Right. Uh, so, so much so that they need two movies. Um, but I think because this particular story is unresolved as of yet. Right. Like I'm I want to hold yeah, judgment. Hard to judge. And that first one had such an emotional reaction we, like I, I, I had s such an emotional reaction to that one because Sp Spider-Man has always been my favorite character. I've been reading Miles's comics since they got started. I, I love them. I love that Spider-Man is not like I, I am a pasty McPale white guy. Right. Uh, and for me to be able to share the experience of loving Spider-Man with someone who is not my race not my skin mm -hmm. color can can mm -hmm. who like who who can maybe a lot align themselves more so with miles they might connect with that story better i love that like i want to mm -hmm. be able to share that with people and to then like see the success that he had in the comics to then the success he's had in the video games to now the these movies like it's crazy how popular he is and how much he's starting to dwarf peter parker and i love that <laughs> and like i like i just i i had this emotional response that like i now get to share that with people who maybe felt like they could never c connect with 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 him or have that exact experience mm -hmm. um and this one since like i've already had that reaction like i didn't have as as strong of a reaction like i'm still mm. emotional uh like I, I i love seeing him with his parents and him struggling with all of that 
Um, yeah, I like I, there are emotional beats that I like that that hit and I start to like I start to feel that swell of emotion. I'm like, oh, I love this. This is amazing. <laughs> um, and, and me, my favorite movie uh, is Spider-Man 2. Uh, and I get very emotional right. when somebody says a line that vaguely sounds like a line from that movie. That's exactly. what gets me exactly. teared up. <laughs> um, I, 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 I know I just said that that would be the last thing I would say. I have two even shorter, faster things to say uh, in in the comics. I'm not a super big fan of Miles and Gwen being a ah. couple um, at one point b- before Miles came into the main continuity. Uh, he was starting a relationship with ultimate uh, Kate Bishop um, mm. that I really, really enjoyed. That's no longer a, a thing. They've kind of left oh. that in the dust. Um, it, it's kind of been him and Gwen, but I've always kind of felt like they just mashed that together because they're spider people. Um, mm. But I'm not a, I'm not opposed to it i like what they've done especially here in these movies that's been solid solid stuff um and last but not least i think they are telegraphing a bait and switch here with this movie um Mm -hmm. miles his like his his uncle ben moment has always kind of been his uncle aaron yeah but in in the comics, in the in the ultimate universe, it wasn't his dad that 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 died. I'll say that it was his mom instead. Oh, and I'm wondering if in this third one, it's not going to be his dad. It will be his mom um, hmm. that died. If if they like, who knows? Maybe they both live because once. Yeah. Miles got brought into the main continuity. They brought his mom back um, and and they are both alive and he has both of them and they love him and support. Right. Right. Like I would Good love family. to see that, too. So I, I hope none of them die. But if like if they really will want to pull on some heart stir, heart stirrings, watch out for that one. Um, OK, so, thank you for yeah, alerting yeah. me. Yes, yeah, because uh, I, like, I, I'm I sitting did, there like, the whole the... time, like, it's his mom that dies in the comics, it's his mom that dies in the comics, like, he'll, like, he's, he will <laughs> go, go, go to, he'll have the, like, Gwen Stacy moment where he needs to save the bus, or, like, someone else, right, and it's, like, his dad or his mom, who does he save, right, and just, mm. like, oh, that would suck, that'd be awful, uh, but that mm. is also spider-man you drag him through the mud and he somehow makes it out eventually that's peter's but he's still sad. job drag sure. peter yes, through the mud also, let miles have a nice life uh, <laughs> yeah two uh, living parents again this is the thing why does miles have to have those same canon moments as everyone mm. else he can he can forge his own path right Another interesting little twist that I'm curious to see the fallout of is that uh, not every all of these spider people are aware of the canon events, but not all of them have lived through all of them yet. So it seems that uh, Gwen is supposed to lose her dad. You know, it's always a some sort of a law enforcement role. It's Miles's dad. It's, it's Captain Stacy. It's mm-hmm. Inspector Singh, I think is the one in Mumbatton. Like there's already yeah. some, there's always somebody in that sort of an authoritative role. And Gwen's dad has resigned from the police force. He's no longer Captain Stacy. And I'm wondering if, you know, once a captain, always him. a captain, yeah. he's still going to die. Ooh, yeah. Or if the fact that he is no longer in Officially, any third, any sort of position of authority like that means the the canon has been broken in her timeline, too. She didn't do anything on purpose. Like he of his own agency is like, I quit the force. What does that do to her timeline? You know, we see Miles's timeline getting broken. What? Yeah. How many other now that it's happening in another one? Is that going to cause some sort of chain reaction? I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious to see what they do with that that's, part of it. That's fascinating to think about of, of like how how does that change yeah the the spider 
first the right and then year. and then inspector Singh, i think was his name he was saved in over yeah. in mumbatton so and we, we know that they are trying to, see these to deviations. save that universe but we didn't yeah. get the conclusion on that of like yes. if they did or not um so yeah we'll see we'll see but i loved this a lot i had a blast yes i really I did this, was this is fantastic. a lot of it raises the stakes. It's more emotional, but I think it's still very fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So good stuff. Go check it out. But I think that wraps us up here for our spoiler cast on uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. There you go. Miles Morales. Good stuff. Um, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. There you go. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Please go like, share, and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'll go put the spectacular Spider-Man mm -hmm. review show thing up there. You guys should go check that one out. Um, but yeah, this has been number 120 of the Whatnots Reactor Core. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.